Hideki? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You've made history with your wonderful win today. Can you tell us how it feels to be the first golfer from Japan to win the Masters? Welcome everybody to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody, to episode 37 of Life Over Par. Didn't screw it up this time. Didn't screw it up. I Good. got it. Good. Um, you really it's, threw me. It's a, it's a weird start to this one. Uh, Kyle is going to jump in during the episode. Um, currently, though, Allegedly. we have, yeah. Currently, though, we have two familiar faces. Uh, both of them have been on the podcast twice already. So you guys are making your third appearance. Second together. Second time together. Yeah. First time you guys had to be pretty civil together. Yeah. We'll see how this we one did. goes. Uh, you might already know him just by what I said, but uh, welcome, Nick. Wyman, welcome, Steven Spranger. What's up? Happy to be here. Okay, that's good. I like to hear that. Right now I am, anyway. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Um, you guys were on together last time for the Cap episode. Yep. Um, you know, legend that he was. Um, you guys decided to do a golf outing. You've kind of squared some things away for that. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that in just a bit. I want to start off by asking if you guys have anything that's kind of an update to your life that you kind of want to talk about. Is there something new? Is the basement ever getting done next? Well, no, uh, uh, Steven, yeah. you can think about it while he's answering. Yeah. <laughs> It'll give you a long time. Uh, no, I've made a vow not to touch a golf club until I finish my basement. So uh, golf league starts in two <laughs> oh, weeks. So, no, no, no. There no. is a Golf league lot starts in do. about... Three years for you then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, You're out. we, we did happen to, uh, I, you know, the nice thing is I'm going out on top, so to speak, because that wouldn't I won. I told him about the vow and he said, yeah, I, I will support you because we won last year. I have no expectation out of you this year whatsoever. So, <laughs> so far I have had a couple opportunities to go play. Uh, some guys giving me a hard time about it, but I've held strong. I haven't touched a club yet for 2021 and I mm. going to do my, <laughs> Gonna do my best not to renege. I I would say uh, good job, but I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. So have you have you touched the basement? You're just yeah. It's, yeah. Valid it's, question. That's a valid, valid question. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it's, I'm thinking you're like me on a diet right now. Like yeah, it's uh, I have all the good intentions <laughs> of getting started, and then exactly it just gets in the way, and this will be the life happens. Upcoming fourth. It doesn't Patrick's help that I have that neighbors that come through the neighborhood, and he's trained his kid to intentionally come and bug me. She begs him like twice a week, "Can we go bug Nick?" So if More he than sees that, me yeah. trying to be productive, they will come disrupt my productivity. <laughs> she's got a close eye on you. She's so good at it. It's an, she's anno it's annoying as shit, and I know exactly what they're doing, and he loves it. So, Steve, so he's pumping it. Steve, what's the benefit of him not playing golf for you? <laughs> I mean, it's just my pleasure knowing that I'm messing up his life. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 he takes great pride in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nonsense. Steve, would, it, would you ever join Monday League? I think you did before, right? Yeah. I've oh, been, we asked. I've him. been in Mon tried. Monday Night League twice. <laughs> I've, I mean, 
It's a good time, but people get way too stuffy about this. So there's numbers you just suck, and you feel bad because you suck. And that's that that's true. I had to play by myself one one uh, one round, and on three, I hit the tree to the left, and it bounced behind the blue stakes. And instead of just letting me tee off back again from the white, nope, I had to go back for, well, yeah. to hit two from behind the blue stakes. I was hitting seven by the time I got outside the trees. <laughs> Wait, there, done. What hole? Three. Okay. Well, he's got to play that okay. slice to try I to cut you said the corner. Two, so and I got thought no. this is impossible. Uh, <laughs> no, three. He's got to cut it as, as close as he can to those trees without touching. Yeah, it. I it's hate. A delicate I hate process. three. Three is like pole cat two point oh. Not well, a fan. I would say use an iron, but from about a hundred and twenty, mm. you're still using. I don't think three I've ever wood seen or five wood. It. Yes, yes. Choke Straight down, down to yeah. pitching wedge. It's just a choke down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no other need. So yeah, that's where I stand on leagues. Too stuffy. Okay. What about is that uh, the A flight? Is that what A flight's like? I don't want to go there. It's not as bad as hey, he makes let, it. Hey, let me tell you about A flight. No, it, gimme, no gimmies. Got to put everything. It in. depends. Oh it depends on God. who you're yeah. playing. It depends yeah, on it who does. you're playing. It really does. Like, because there's some guys. Uh, sorry, Brian. I know you don't listen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says no gimmies, but it's like, yeah, you're good. You're good. But if you're playing against him. Well, I've had. uh, Well, that's how that goes. I wouldn't know how that goes. I got to put literally everything. Yeah, I know you're with him. (laughs) I've had a guy call me out before for not putting my marker behind my ball to move my to like just line my ball up before. Like he like called Mm. me out and yeah, which I don't do it anymore. I was like okay, and Atwood was like, yeah, you couldn't have done that to a worse. I've never had that happen, Kevin. We're fine. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a great time, huh? Was it Brian that called you out? Brian mentioned something about it, but it wasn't. It was somebody else that called me that said something to Brian to say something to me. He didn't say it to me directly. They said it to Brian, like, "Oh, hey, by the way, your partner like moved his ball without marking it." And then Brian came up to me after, and he was like, "Yeah." So they pointed this out. Only these guys would complain about that. So the rest of golf league that listens, you guys can be the guess as to who that was or they said so the people that said it are going to know it when they hear it but whoever it is my best friend like mental warfare against you is like i love it i love it mm. hey bry uh, just so you know bry and uh <laughs> anybody that plays eagle Glen league that should give you a clue as who it is <laughs> yep uh you know i don't know it's not a big deal man but uh you know he's playing real well he's swinging the heck out of that thing he's smashing it man but yeah, and he told him, and so he came and told me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I forgot to take. Did, I wonder if he listens. I doubt it. It was years ago. It was before I knew him very well, so it was a long time. Now, now I would give him shit, and I would tell him, "Screw, screw you." But yeah. uh, back then, it was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "That's how that's going to be, huh?" And Brian, said that. you couldn't have picked like no other team's going to care about it. But. Mm-hmm. That's not good. When I'm in B flight, I'm lucky to bring a ball marker with me. Yeah, I have a bunch, Kevin. We'll be okay. I know. I think I have a few from you. I wonder what they would do. You, you should bring uh, like some crackers, like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that would be yes. so funny. Someone's got to do it. It'd be so good. Yes, that is good. Um, there is actual ball marks that are a Ritz cracker. That's awesome. Ball mark that yeah. you can with, get with a bite out, and of it's one. big, genius, yeah, just like Huge. a Ritz cracker. It is genius. Yeah. Maybe a little, maybe a little flatter. Should have got some. No, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I tried to buy one when they were out of stock. So I couldn't get one, but they are as big as a Ritz cracker, but I don't know if they're any thinner. Comes with old tube socks and one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so. Slightly downhill and leaning left. Uh, That's only because you got Steven, one shoe on. Uh, oh, mo- yeah. Moving along here. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's new in the life of Steven other than being called out by Jeff? Yeah. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, I guess. 
some most are wrong, but anyway, no, everything's good. Uh, school, uh, going home to two kids every day. Um, I have a student teacher this semester, so um, I have a lot of extra time throughout the day to do other things like playing mm. a golf outing. Mm. Um, and I actually have one scheduled for the fall too. So I'm maybe in golf outing in the fall to pass the time. I don't know. Extra things. I mean, what kind of grading is there in gym class or PE, physical education? Thank you. Thank you. you. No pee, no poo, no puke. Good day. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) as far as outside of class, there's really not a lot of grading you have to do, is there? I think what he's saying is like, how could you possibly have more time than you did before? Yes. Well, Steven's actually more dressed up for this podcast than his usual day-to-day attire. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you true. dressed up for this. So am I. <laughs> yeah. Man. But um, no, everything's good. Um, but really, just been playing in this golf outing. It's been a lot of work, and it's been a whirlwind, whirlwind but a lot of fun. Okay. Well, we'll get into that golf outing here. Um, this is the first annual Cat Patience Memorial Golf Outing. That's what we're talking about here. Um, I guess we'll start off. Um, what were your expectations of this going in? Um, well, the goal was to raise enough money this year to get a scholarship going for this year. Um, and then it kind of morphed into, well, let's think bigger than this year. And we kind of took feedback from people who have ran golf outings in the past and they kind of laid us or pointed us in the right direction. So um, we were going with that. And then our goal was to possibly fill a course and go from there. Um, I think we were all, we'd all be ecstatic if we said at the beginning of this, if we filled a course. Um, and I mean, that's where we're at. There's the announcement. We're, we're full. So, okay. Um, yeah. It's been crazy. It's Anything been a lot you of want work. to add there, Nick? been a lot of work i can tell you that we so the whole plan of of caps uh outing is to generate enough money for a, a scholarship or we're not really calling it a scholarship we call it a scholarship so that people know what we're doing it's a memorial award or a gift so a uh, claire high school student is going to receive a two thousand dollar scholarship every year going forward once we reach the amount of money we need to make sorry uh for uh we're gonna funnel all the money through the claire county community foundation which is a organization that is pretty much they control money, they help money grow so that you can set things up to live forever. And that's the okay. plan so that the scholarship will happen continually in perpetuity, $2,000 every year, no matter if all the guys that put the thing together are long gone, the CAPS outing will still go because there will be enough money in there to just grow its own interest. And that's mm-hmm. what it'll pull off of and it'll go forever. So um, that's a pretty substantial chunk of, of money, but it's a lot of work. We've gotten a lot of people in the community have been awesome about sponsoring mm-hmm. um, and we, coming together. And it's we filled the course insanely fast. Eight, how, how fast was that? Eight days. Eight days from really? when we opened registration to yeah. when I closed it. It was eight days. And that's full, like that's 36 teams. That's 36 teams. Um, we've got a waiting list open just because you run into situations where last minute people can't um, people can't show up. So we have the waiting list going. Um, but yeah, 144 golfers, um, and sponsors are still rolling in. I mean, we get multiple sponsors a day. Yeah. It's where's, where's awesome. yours? I'm waiting for the drop hey. in the hammer of the, hey. what? Hey, everybody else is, everybody else is on board. Hey. Wow. Nick. We want Nick we, and Kevin. And I, Kyle. I waited. I waited. I told Steve, don't put anything on Facebook. 
but in the name of life over par, we are doing Drop the, vars- the hammer, the, Drop vars- the hammer, the varsity level sponsorship for Good the for cab you. outing. Thank you. you in return, this will be the exclusive exclusive podcast of Ooh, the cat memorial yes. there you go there you go perfect yes all right our first like paying that. gig <laughs> yeah. whoa kevin yeah. whoa yeah <laughs> i don't know if you're seeing any of so here. big question is so that folks know with the varsity sponsorship nick's uh nick's donating uh five hundred dollars to the scholarship um and he will have to put a team correct. into the event for that correct so there's some other cool perks that come with it. So Steve, if you want to kind of speak to some of that really cool, Steve's the tech guy, so he goes to work yeah. on all the. Yeah. yeah, get into the sponsorship. Like, not only are you doing a good thing for you know the cause, but like, what are you getting back? Also, what's the sponsor getting for these levels? Okay, so uh, the freshman hole sponsor is what it sounds like. A hole sponsorship, you get a sign on every tee box. Um, and that's that'll be a hundred bucks, and then we go up to two fifty, and that's what we call the JV sponsorship. And for that, you get to sponsor an event or a game that goes on yeah. um, on the course. Yes. So, so like a cool example would be Cops and Donuts are going to do uh, spon- they're going to sponsor a game. We're going to call it like the Donut Hole in One or the Donut Hole Out or something like that. Okay. Each four person scramble team is whichever team can suck down four donut holes the fastest in the fastest Ooh. time. We'll get to we'll get Ooh. to deduct two strokes off their overall score at the end of the outing. So it's beneficial <laughs> to have a team that can really eat. It might play it might it might play it might might be a factor and that's something that they're sponsoring so there will be no cost to play that game or things like that yep steve's got some other cool stuff the other one um two um alumni from chs uh they were actually kickers um in the past they uh wanted to do something that was kick related with golf so um with their sponsorship um, basically everyone gets one free foot wedge. Yep. So, I mean, Ooh, there's nothing, like there, there, there's, there's nothing more reliable <laughs> yeah. than a, kick, yeah. a good kicker to get the round back yeah. uh, going on. Yeah. So everyone yeah. on the foursome will get one free yeah. foot wedge. Yeah. Um, we're so, allowing for, uh, the Yankel family, they're, they're <laughs> pretty good about a hole. They, they are, uh, we're going to, what is it? Tee off, off a tee. Is yep. that what we're doing? So on certain hole, if anybody knows Eagle Glenn, well, I think it's 13. Yep. Where you can you like can that. well you can buy the option to move up to the top of the hill to tee off from there with that's, a fungo. That's way too big of an okay advantage. okay. But when we say tee off, it's a golf ball on a, on tee, a tee on a baseball tee, and you take a swing with a fungo. Yeah. So, so that wait, that wait, might be wait, hard wait. to drive. A golf ball on a golf tee on a baseball Correct. tee. Have you tested this out? Yes, on we, a fungo. Yep. We'll, <laughs> okay. we'll make it work. Okay. We'll make it work. We won't make it work. It's a balancing oh, act, is what it sounds it's, like. Well, is it still an R and D? I mean, think about it. If if you're not, if you haven't gotten a lot of cuts in in early spring ball, you have a tendency to maybe pop a few of those balls off the tee. That could very well happen. Mm. I've seen him hit one backwards before. <laughs> and you pointed at Steve, by the way. I yes. just want yes. that to be known. <laughs> so I'll, it could happen. I'll take it. Um, so those are some of the games for with the JV sponsorship, and then the varsity sponsorship, um, which Life Over Par is going to have um, every. Um, team is going to get a commemorative flag that's going to say Cap Memorial, um, the logo that they choose to be on it, and um, whatever hole. And that will be yours that to fly throughout the round and also for yours to keep um, yep. post round. And it also comes with a team sponsorship as well. Yep. And then the collegiate sponsorship, which is $1,000, comes with a T, comes with or a team, a flag, and then a, a couple of goodie bags. Um, yeah, a raffle, a raffle ticket package, yep, raffle and ticket then package. like package. some sponsorship with, uh, you know, we'll do something 
big for that particular person and we can work with them. Like if they have a big banner that they have for their company or whatever, we're going to fly that somewhere. Like we've got a guy that's doing a pretty sweet gig. He's going to, uh, he's in Camden insurance. Um, he is setting up an ins- a booth on one of the T boxes that as long as you sign up for like an, to let him call you with an insurance quote, he's going to buy you a drink in the clubhouse or off of the beverage, okay. cup, things like that. So, um, so yeah, a lot of stuff like that, you know, some sponsored koozies from from certain, you know, places if they're going to give a tremendous amount of money, something like that, you're okay. going to see a little extra advertising for folks like that. So We've got a lot of cool prizes coming that yeah. we're going to keep on the D, DL for for a bit. Um but I think it's I think it's going to be a good time. We're going to try to keep the interest. It's it's a full course, so um you're going to be there a while. Um yeah. hopefully uh well, hopefully have some teams. Fun. That's two teams per hole on the shotgun start. Correct. But there is a possibility, you said, if there's only about four waiting list teams, which I don't see that being it. I think yeah. there's going to be just a yeah. load of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm, it's hard to fit more than 36. Yeah, then you're getting yeah. three teams a whole, and that it's can really... really there, there's there's some yeah. things in the works, whether we get a few more on the waiting list than mm-hmm. what we were anticipating. There might be a few more options, but um, that's that's like, another meeting like, down like the road. A, like a two-day tournament. Oof. Oof. Ooh, that'd be tough. Oof. Okay. It's a lot of work, man. I, it's a lot of work. You well, gotta, that being said, everything. that being said, um, I need to put together a life over par outing. Do you guys have any suggestions? Um, you know what what I need to know or what I need to get prepped for in order to get this thing rolling. Keep everything digital. Okay. So some one of the gracious people that we had to point us in the right direction was Mark Yankel. He put on a, a previous outing, the Ben Walters uh, Memorial. Source subject. And so okay. Nick was the person to talk with Yanks about this outing. And the folder that Yanks left him was probably eight inches thick. Of oh, at least. It was a binder that was supposed to be like, <laughs> hold like a notepad. And it was taped together. It was exploding. It was, yeah, probably at least that, eight or nine inches yeah. thick of just everything. I found like 15 like Delta College lineup cards in there. I found every bank statement for the Ben Walters Memorial Fund like ever generated in no particular oh, order. Wow. I, he did everything by paper. So there must have been 50 printouts each year mm-hmm. of like him trying to keep track of us. Every time he would get a new sponsor, he would just print out a new sheet or two with the one new sponsor on it. So it was like, so there's yeah. so many multiples. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, so it was insane. We were all having a meeting together, <laughs> which happened to take place at an institution that serves alcohol. And one particular individual, you can probably guess who, got up to go to the bathroom. And when he came back, he found none of his friends <laughs> left, everybody's beer tab mm-hmm. left, and the entire folder spread out over the table. For to take home. So you can guess who's a little salty about yeah. having to handle all the, of the paper. The way that was explained, that's you. Yeah, of course it And is. the way you were like, ah, sore subject. Yeah. I walk yeah. out and all the guys are looking at the window outside the bar, peeking back in like, <laughs> and I thought like, oh, that's funny. They're coming back in. I sat down for about five minutes and no one showed up. No, so, we, no we so left. Steven <laughs> Glansberg right there. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't just heard by myself. Exactly. Yeah. I think in the spirit of Cap, you guys should do everything by hand. Ooh, that, Ooh. That, that would be the wow. that would be the cap way, but definitely would be. Oh man, I I couldn't imagine trying to track this down. 
paper pencil method. The big advice is you got to have the tech guy, which you can handle that, but you got to have the boots on the ground guy too. Like his some like a lot of these places that you're trying to and it's a covid year and that's tough. You're walking in trying to gather funds from people when some businesses have not done very well and some have been okay, but um you got to kind of walk in there a little bit hat in hand and tell them what you're doing for. If you have a good enough reason, a good enough cause, People are going to be behind it, mm-hmm. but you do have to have the boots on the ground guy because some of those people just aren't going to, they're not right. going to mail you, like they want you to physically come take my sponsorship. Yeah. And, and our right. major advantage is we have Wyman and this will probably be the only compliment that I will give him probably mm-hmm. for the next month, but he could walk into a random Walmart in some random podunk town in Michigan and probably find somebody he knows or make a conversation with some complete stranger. And that's just the way he is. And that's kind of his advantage for getting these sponsorships is, oh, here's Nick. He's going to come talk my ear off. And the only way I can get rid of him is here, a sponsorship. It's a grind game. You do have to grind. You have to be willing to grind. (laughs) That sounded more like a backhanded compliment but yeah for sure i think it was good enough and he started well and i love to say steve has been good about the like he's the google doc guy which i don't even know what i don't even know what a google doc i have to ask him five times a day can you send me the link to the new updated google doc google docs automatically update themselves (laughs) you guys both (laughs) just said something nice about each other figuring that out well kind of yeah okay so he's like he's lazy and likes to do the keyboard warrior crap and i get out and actually talk to people and Mm -hmm. we hate each other but we don't and it works out okay great team yeah. I mean, we've raised the, a lot of money. I can tell you that <laughs> we've done pretty well, and we've also had probably the biggest disagreement one hundred of, of the one hundred point. But we'll just move on from that. I am I am about the most low key person to ever have an adult beverage outside of like an instance like this in my hometown. I do not like it because it you have potential to get loud and boisterous, and mm-hmm. people looking go like, "Hey, that guy's a drunk ass." He and I ran off about everybody in the Doherty Hotel uh, two weeks ago, and our own group was kind of like nervous to talk to us. Yeah, it was bad. Damn it! So pick really I good friends. Pick, well, pick good enough friends yeah. that you know you're not going to piss each yeah. other off, or you can get over it if you get mad. Because it's when you're taking people's money to set something up, you like there's a lot of pressure to do it well. Right, and that and that comes into play. You want to make sure everything runs well. You don't want anybody to be put out right. because that's all just potential future golfers. Mm-hmm. You got a family, you know. We're representing Cap's family as well, so right. you want to be as professional as you can, and um, you don't want them to feel offended or that this was not what Cap would want. And so we just kind of been trying to do things. Steve asked to remind me all the time, like, "What would Cap? We got to keep this Cap oriented. How mm-hmm. would Cap want to do it?" Mm-hmm. You gotta have a good team. That's for sure. You ain't gonna how, do it by yourself. <laughs> how many cap uh, fold-up chairs are gonna be on the course? Well, I think that every volunteer that's interested is gonna have to have one for sure because it's sure. gonna be yeah. a long day. There's a lot of stuff going on. We're gonna try to have something cool on like every hole so that it's fun. We right. don't want it to be another boring ho hum right. outing. You know, because you, know, you have those outings where there's maybe too many teams, and you spend the whole time like wait, hit one shot, wait, hit one shot. So I think you guys are having it set up to where during those wait times, you're doing something else that's fun yeah, that's mm-hmm. to hope. take up the time. That's mm-hmm. the hope. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yep, there'll be there'll be a few set of cornhole bowls or cornhole boards out there um, to just kind of pass the time if everything go, does get backed up for whatever reason, so you can pass the time there. Um, so we'll we'll make it fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This should be a good time. So. Are you guys in it? Are you playing in it? And if you are, are you playing in it together or do you each have your own team? So Nick and I are not playing in it. 
Um, okay. A couple others from the committee are, which personally I think is a good thing, um, just because. <laughs> thanks, Kev. Um, just because uh, if anything were to happen with the outing, they're going through it, mm -hmm. um, so they can let us uh, let us know what's going on. Um, but no, Nick and I are not playing in it. We are not on the same team. Well, you couldn't anyway. You can't, you can't touch clubs. That's true. Yeah, at that <laughs> yeah. point, I probably will. And still you still not, won't have yeah, your basement. Yeah, I still. Then. Oh, there's <laughs> it's, there's no way. Uh, so yeah, I we we kind of made that decision pretty early on though because when you have an event with 144 people, yeah, there's shit's gonna go wrong, mm -hmm. and you got to make sure that you know mm -hmm. everybody gets everywhere. That's a lot of volunteers to manage too, right? Which we're still crossing that bridge because if you have something on every hole. You have to have somebody there to explain it or right. graciously take your money right. or, you know, make sure that no one's cheating the game or whatever we're going to do. So right. there's a lot of infrastructure. If anybody out there wants to volunteer or looking to be a, do your civic duty to, uh, to well, what, what day is it? Cap, what day are you volunteering for? June 14th. That's a Monday. It is a Monday. Okay. From about probably 8.30 to... 8.30. Yeah, probably 8 o'clock <laughs> to... Yeah, probably. I mean, it's that's the other thing is that uh, when you set up an outing like that, you want to... We, you got to feed people. Right. So right. we're going to do like dogs and stuff like that at the turn. We've had some pretty gracious donors. Um, I mean, we can release all this stuff. Now. Yeah. Now that we have a yeah. full team. We're good. What about the prize? Uh, let's, let's wait on those. Let's wait. Wait on prizes. Give them like a couple sniffs. Some stuff. <laughs> we, we have. We have. You can get in the mic. No, I'm trying to. <laughs> I hear it. We all hear it, Nick. I can hear you in Nick's mic, Nick. Yeah. Oh. Well, so, I mean, what are we like? I, I get that we're we're trying to keep like out of respect for the sponsors. We're we're like Steve's doing a really good job of giving all these sponsors a shout out on social media, and we didn't want to do like a big sponsor dump. Right. So that anybody got like, oh, that's cool. They gave and like was in a list of like fifty sponsors. Right. We're trying to make sure that people are getting value. You get, like you got to search through a list to see a or sponsor that like name. like when we when that. we give a shout out to the Life Over Par group, it'll be like you'll be that sponsor of that social media day. Okay, mm -hmm. we got one a big a big thank you to Nick Pryor and the social in the Life yeah. of Par group. Go listen to the Cap episode. Team. Yeah, something like Boom. that. Absolutely, like something like that, so that people see it and it's you and they are more likely to remember that than if we list 18 sponsors all, hey, want to give a quick thank you to all of these people. So right. we're doing that, and we're kind of doing a slow play on. There's going to be some prizes there that are going to be, they're legit, they're substantial, mm -hmm. substantial. There are prizes that that the prize alone, the retail value is the same as if someone were to give like a corporate like or a collegiate sponsorship. So we're talking okay. like $1,000 retail value on some of these prizes. Okay. So, and some not that big, uh, so, you know, a lot of raffle items, but a lot of items, you know, prize, you know, whole items. I think every hole in every par three is going to have like a, something on the line if you hit a hole in one, obviously. Right. So, so you slowly got into the food situation. You said there's dogs on the turn. Yeah. And then we're going to do, uh, Busillies has been pretty gracious for us after the outing. Um, we're going to have a tent. We're going to try to keep the, the, old, the other thing you got to keep in mind, if you're going to do an event this year is you got to worry about covid right so the clubhouse at eagle glen is fair size for normal routine day-to-day -day play but it's not big enough for 144 guy outing at one time so not in this current situation no no so we've got uh we've got a big tent coming with some chairs and Busillies is gonna cut us you know a pretty gracious deal sherry's been really good with us uh we're gonna have pizza and chips and stuff like that afterwards to try to get folks to stick around have a drink 
obviously we got to you know announce all the prize winners the raffle winners there may be some silent auction items I, I maybe not there's maybe the live auction items maybe not it depends on how the committee wants to put together the prizes at the end but you're gonna want to stick around and and then the the big thing too that we're trying to keep in mind too is uh timeout tavern which is a local bar in town uh graciously um has agreed to donate a portion of their proceeds between 4 and 9 p.m. of June 14th. So whether you're playing, whether you're not playing, whether you're you're dining in, dining out, doesn't matter. Um, a portion of the proceeds are going to go back to a, the... A the substantial caps, portion yeah. that he will not allow us to disclose, yeah, right. but it would be well, very, very... Yeah. It's a be a nice shot in the arm to the yeah. foundation to get the scholarship. Going. And yeah. there the right. plan is to raffle off an item that I will allow you to to share yeah. since, since you set this one up. Okay, so Brett Moser donated a 60-inch TV. From Woods Household. So um, we're going to keep that one back, and we're going to raffle that off after the event at timeout to try to draw a little more So is that something you have to be at timeout to win? I think that's the way we're going to do it so that people can okay. people can uh, attend that. So we're going to have that at the course that day and just kind of use that as the teaser to, mm-hmm. hey, if you want to come have a drink, you can also you know support a local bar that got hammered through all COVID that's mm-hmm. still being willing to help us out for this. Yep. Everybody wins that yeah. way. And Mondays, they don't normally open. I don't know why that is, but they're not normally open on Mondays. Not during the slower time. Uh, he did let us know that he plans to for the summertime. Okay. Um, so, um, but yeah, Monday is a I was slow day. Say, like he's opening his place up that he doesn't normally have open this day for this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so that's, that's a, nice. Too. Yeah. And yeah. if you, and if you want to, if you want to be involved with the outing, but don't have time to make it to the outing or time to uh, volunteer or contribute anyway, to get takeout from timeout. Mm-hmm. On June fourteenth, from four to nine, and you'll yeah. be helping us out I don't that way too. Know if they have gift cards or you know vouchers or anything they can buy, get something that you can use yeah. later on. Yeah, all just, sorts of stuff. But just buy it that yep. day. Yep, for sure. All sorts to try of to stuff. help. Yep, for sure. Okay. Um, do you have anything else, uh, Stephen or Nick, about the outing that you need to you need to let people know about? Like, how do we? Bring cash. Well, okay. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. How? There's going to be tons of tons of cool opportunities. The other way, the other thing we're trying to do is we're trying to make the event. Claire is kind of known to have like one or two uh, teams that show up and wreck mm-hmm. scramble outings. Mm-hmm. And this outing, I think we're trying to orchestrate it in a way. <laughs> Shane Kelly. <clears throat> yes. So that like a guy that could be like a dude that happens to pull in like three ringers. In some instances, the way we're trying to set up some of these games and other things, if you are legit golfers, it may not be to your advantage. It may be to your disadvantage. You know, if you can suck down a donut hole in no time flat, you're you could shoot you could hole in one. Are you pointing at me? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. In that general direction. I don't know if you realized you were doing it, but you were pointing right at I, me. Well, you seemed really engaged. Like your eyes lit up when I was talking about the donut hole. I'm but sure I'm sure they did. Yeah. If we had a donut hole eating contest with that half of the podcast table to this half of the podcast table, your odds are going at like yeah. yeah. Well, you're the slowest eater I know. Like it's far none. Yeah, that that's true. You know, I just I don't get that geeked about a donut hole eating contest, but some people may. Some people, yeah. Stuff like that, you know. I, we're just we're trying to make sure that no one team runs away with the uh, with the yeah the outing. There's going to be some. You want it to feel like everybody has a chance. The grand prize is going to be, I think, exciting. People are going to want to win. It's not your basic boring cash deal. Um, okay. So I think I think people are, to my understanding, not that cash is boring ever, but right. It's yeah. it's a typical outing. Uh, reward. So yeah. it's going to be a little bit different from that. 
Um, the only thing I would add is the, the committee that we put together for this has been awesome. I mean, there's not probably a day that's gone on since we've been doing this where there hasn't been 50 to 100 texts flying. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, everyone's got ideas and bouncing off ideas uh, off of one another. Um, so Skeet, Atwood, uh, Richards, uh, Wyman. I mean, it's a it's a pr- pretty pretty good group put together um, and a lot of cool ideas and a lot of cool things that are going to come out of this. One I, thing one thing I haven't heard yet is where do you go to be a sponsor? Where do you, where, where do you, where do you donate to? Yeah. Put that out there. Yeah, that's that's good. So if you go to Cap uh, Payson's Memorial Golf Outing on Facebook, you'll find a couple links on there. One for to get on the wait list if you do want to golf, and if you want a sponsor, um, you can set it up there. There's a there's a form that you can fill out, or you can just uh, email us at cappaysonsfoundation at gmail and we'll get back with you. Or if you are a personal friend or contact that have any of the mm-hmm. contact information, you know, cell phone wise or, or email or any of that for any of those foundation members that Steve just mentioned, you can reach out to us individually there too. And I'm sure one of these life over par guys could get you pointed in the right direction yeah, too. Sure. We'll try. Yeah. We'll try. I mean, yeah. we're not real good. I mean, as the, ex- all that. As the exclusive podcast of the Cap Memorial. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that. true. It's, yeah. it's just, that's expected it's, now. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Expected now. <laughs> Got to put that in the intro. I'm, yeah. I mean, th- that is a good intro. Now you could yeah. add that to the intro. Yeah. I mean, how many more even tried? Probably hundreds. Probably. Yeah, 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 it was a long yeah, yeah. list, but we were holding out, knowing that you know you held the closest place to our heart. Yep. Yes. Just, very you know, true. Yeah. Very true. Well, yeah. it's great you guys are doing this. Um, it's you know, good guy. They're doing good it guy. for good for guy, a good, good reason. And his and Cap's family has been really supportive of everything too. They they today um, made another substantial you know gift and contribution, and their involvement's been awesome. So um, obviously, want to run you know these who we're doing it for, and they're they're mm-hmm. geeked about it. So we're happy that they're happy and they're they're taking mm-hmm. a real good involvement in the project as well. I did not hear. Maybe just didn't get back to me. Maybe there wasn't any, but was. Did you guys hear of any good feedback from his family from our cap episode? Yeah, I know that uh, I know that they all had listened to it, and uh, I know that his sisters got pretty emotional listening to it because I think they were kind of overwhelmed by. I think the fun part about your episode was that that was all stuff that was like, you know, some of it was absolutely inappropriate to be shared in a more professional <laughs> setting, and some of it was not. Which that stuff's always the the goods right that's what everybody mm-hmm. likes to hear so i know that they i know that many of them thought it was hilarious and i know that some got emotional like overwhelmed with all the outreach and support i think like there were sides of cap that cap didn't always you know he shared with us but he didn't always share with family and things like that so that was kind of cool right. to be able to show them a bunch of stuff about cap that they wouldn't have otherwise really known so um I guess the last little thing here is is there anything in the planning process of this outing that popped up that you didn't expect that was going to happen and how did you get over this maybe this hurdle is there anything like that at all yeah um in the, in the initial stage when you're taking people's money it's such a legalistic thing you got to be very like there's a lot of details that you have to go into um you know even like it's not it's something simple as opening up a personal bank account because if somebody gives money to Nick Wyman then Right. I take your money, right. and if I don't do anything with it, good luck. You yeah, know? I mean, so, when when I sent mine, it said I just sent five hundred dollars to Steven Springer. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, 
Well, what, what did I just yeah, do, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. You'll get a receipt. Yeah, you will get a receipt. Because I got a screenshot. We've got an actual receipt. So, no, it's just... You it when you get really really big and certain businesses you know sometimes they give also with the expectation that it's going to help them a little bit tax wise um, mm-hmm. you know to become a five hundred one c three which would be an organization a not for profit set up with the state of Michigan Attorney General and all of those things you have like that's all paperwork that you got to do like miles ahead of time so the reason why we did what we did and the way we did it um, that all took a lot of stuff to wade through we had to seek an attorney help we had to seek an accountant help um, we had to get guidance from a lot of different areas to make sure that we weren't doing anything illegal with anybody's money um, you know technically you need to go through the state of Michigan to get a license for raffles and things mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. any of this stuff if we like break what's legal and for some reason, get turned you got to worry about your event if somebody leaves your event that's overserved mm-hmm. is that right. is that your fault is it, so yeah there's a lot of legal things that go into setting something up like that but we had really good advice from other people that's why we're going with the community foundation they kind of they absorb all of that legal responsibility with uh with the money and things like that our job is to just be the collection point and funnel it straight to them because they're a licensed 5013c they're a not for profit so okay what do you guys, since you're not playing it, what do you guys expect that you're going to be doing since you're not playing during this outing? Running around with our heads cut off. Yeah. 50, 50. Yeah. Well, 50, I mean, 50. Well, Nick will be, Nick will be the salesman. I'm sure. And I'll, if I'm in the cart with him and he starts talking like he does, I'll just leave him and I'll pick him up the no, next time. I through. wouldn't say salesman. <laughs> I would say I'll be the, uh, the shaking babies, kissing hands guy. And Steve will shaking be, babies. Yeah, it's, it's the other way around. <laughs> Strike that. I know. <laughs> I know. Strike it. Reverse it. Okay. And Steve will be the. the St- Steve will have one of those QRF codes like on his phone all day long, and he'll just be walking around collecting people's money. And okay. going like, it, we'll have a QR code. And we'll have the, this. We'll have the square. So what, what's the F? I'm not sure what the F is. <laughs> so just made that. I don't see what I mean. This is exactly. This is okay. a, so. Take notes for your future okay. team. Yeah, yeah. Q- Dude R- that has no clue. F Dude that does have no yeah, clue. The QRF codes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can but, talk to people. I was with you, man. I knew. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I, I knew what you were talking. I about. I didn't know what a Google document was. Well. Yeah, you got a flip uh, yeah. phone for like forever. You were the last person to get a smartphone. Steve's drafted every email, done everything. So yeah, it's that's good. I don't have to deal with any of that crap. So people, well, people look at me and they're like, "Well, can I? How do I pay? How do I?" And I tell you, well, you can write a check. And they're like, "Write a check." People, like people are like people our age look at me and go like, "What is wrong with you? What's a what's a check? Uh, Venmo." So everybody else. So the other interesting thing about Venmo, you can tell them about that. Oh man! So everyone in the group has a Venmo account. Venmo requires you to have a mobile phone number. So everyone in our committee has a Venmo. So we're screwed. We can't. We don't have another phone number to use. So we turn and look at this guy. He doesn't have a Venmo. Refuse. Doesn't have a or has a phone number that's open and available. Refuse. No, I don't. I don't trust that. I don't trust that. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. So I caught shit from yeah. everybody because yeah. you're not opening As a Venmo. You should. As you should. I, I get it. Thank you. I have one, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, they're they're they, you don't trust it, do you? Fully, yeah. fully trust it. I don't. 
And Venmo charges more for a business you know. account, too. We could have gone that route and gotten like mm-hmm. linked it with a business number, but then Venmo wants like a bigger piece of everything, and we didn't. We weren't comfortable with the amount that they wanted to give to take away from the scholarship money. Yeah, the to, percentage they take from yeah, donations like at every transaction, it's like two percent and then ten cents off of every transaction. So I mean, if you're thinking of a collegiate sponsor that's going to Venmo you that, that's a decent amount that's yeah, going to go to Venmo. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that, that pulls away from the skip scholarship and so yeah. you do paypal you do friends and family yeah yep. yeah there you go yep. we're friends we and family that. with everyone yeah we got um, that and then of course we got the p.o box too so if anybody does want to get in touch with us send a sponsorship all of the documentation to where to send funds is on um steven's uh google documents the facebook page but uh p.o box and farwell um, yep. you can send one there too so yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool. I mean, we've had classmates that you wouldn't think would donate to this, mm-hmm. and they've kind of reached out and said, "Hey, I'm not coming, but here's a donation for this, just because of how much Cap meant to mm-hmm. me and my in our family." So that's pretty crazy. That's been that's been really cool to see uh, throughout everything. So. Lots of people that are too far away to be able to come back for that particular Monday, but wanted to get involved and just sent us a sponsorship with no strings attached and stuff like that, which has been pretty awesome. So we're trying not to do that. We're trying to give everybody that's donated, you know, recognition for, yeah. I think the family would take, you know, pride in the fact that their brother reached that much, that that many people too. So, well, that being said, people living far away, we do need to put a team together. And Kyle has told me living in Indiana, he is going, he plans to be here for it. So you're one shy. So I'm one shy here, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, who's your Who's your other? Um, it's a cheat code. Oh come She's on. A cheat code. Well, who's gonna Who's gonna run the pro shop? Oh, it'll work. I can't run a cash register. You don't have to. There's people that work there besides her. Good yeah, deal. Like, you think the good deal. GM just a, coll- good deal. a collegiate golfer going from the Reds. <laughs> in the mic, please. A collegiate golfer from the Reds in this outing. Yeah, we're going to... All right, games See? are changing. Games no. Are, games yeah, are well, changing. No. <laughs> They're going to have to. So you did mention there were two groups of people <laughs> yeah, that show you did, up. You Shane Kelly does. <laughs> yeah. So this sounds very sexist to me. I think she has the advantage of being out there when we're setting things up on Sunday. She's going to be and able to I, scout. The, I only made the team better by denying a spot on it. Kevin. Well, Kevin's it's a, a guarantee. It's about having fun, too. You might not have to use many of his strokes, but Kevin's a guaranteed advantage in the donut hole eating contest. Well, I don't know about guarantee, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need this pretty good, Kevin. Yeah. What, Could be big. What, what has to happen? Could be big. I know you have to get off work. What has to happen for that to happen? VJ uh, Singh. It's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Mm. I feel like I feel like it is. I have my, we can I get have into my it. time. We can get into spent. it off air if we need. <laughs> you don't have any PTO left? Yeah, I do, but like I have plans for it. <laughs> DG, I can't come into work today. I'm <laughs> sick. Uh, it doesn't work like that anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for uh explaining and and going into depth of what the cap outing is letting people know how they can get involved if you are involved what to expect thanks for Um, letting me share all the sponsors that are involved in that thank you for your generosity Mm -hmm. Um, go to the facebook page and that is again what cap patience memorial golf outing all right Um, you can see all the sponsors that's um, 
put some some funds and time and maybe prizes up for that. Tons of stuff. And maybe show them a little support back too. Um, we're going to get into a little bit outside of the cap outing. Um, all right. Uh, we'd like to welcome Kyle into this episode. Uh, he kind of missed out on what we just what got up? going on there, but we get it. Family comes first. Uh, what do you got going on today, Kyle? Nothing. Just counting down the shifts until Kentucky. So Hell yeah. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> Are you still growing a mustache? I can't tell. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a slap in the face. Right. Mine would be worse. I got pew pew. I got, I got, oh, we got the real pew pew. than you do on your head. Oh. Yeah, that's accurate. And <laughs> I shaved my I shaved my facial hair today so that I didn't look like an absolute embarrassment on this podcast. So I really oh. have no uh All right. No, I should not be making fun of you. It looks nice. <laughs> it looks nice. <laughs> I don't believe you, but thank you. Well, the the soul patch really compliments. <laughs> it's a pirate. Oh, move. oh, he can see the soul patch. Yeah, flavor saver. The fuck? You got no. a timer going, Kevin? Yeah, it's my... your go to bed timer. <laughs> it's time for my dog's medication. <laughs> <laughs> diabetic? <laughs> diabetic? Possibly. That happens. Uh, he pees a lot. Yeah, he in the house. Oh yeah, he does. He's probably fat. Is he fat? He's not fat. Extremely skinny, really. <laughs> yeah, that probably is diabetic. Yeah, he's That's too bad. A lot. Yeah. He's a German short hair. They're all fucking skinny. Yeah. And then, no, then they no, all wind no, up diabetic. Not the one upstairs. <laughs> that one's thick. That dog's thick. That dog's thick. That chest thick. Two C's. Yes. Anyway. I was going to say two K's. I don't know which Jesus. one it was. <laughs> That's the Wyman way. Um, I was literally just going to say it. Yeah. That's the Wyman way. He's not quite sure. Any, anywho. Uh, Welcome, welcome in, Kyle, uh, to the four mm-hmm. of us here in studio. Uh, we were just kind of recapping <laughs> the event that's coming up here. Nick's still losing it. Yep. Uh, so was Kevin. He uh, needs to breathe. Trying to swallow. Okay. Right. What? Shotgun locked in? Uh, no. <laughs> we don't play that game anymore. <laughs> For God's sake, guys. Uh, Steve, pull the mic to you here. I can't hear you I'm at good. all. I'm okay. not saying anything. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Um, Jesus Christ. Went over the cap outing. If you want information on that, listen to the podcast, Kyle. And Got we it. can give you information afterwards. But moving forward. Well, you're playing in it. Mm-hmm. True. So True. Facts. Yes. Because we got you on working the team. On Allegedly. Oh, yep. Working on it. This is, I really don't want this to just fall apart on us here. <laughs> but. Well, in that case, I'm working on it too, but like 10% probably <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> I like it 10% not going to happen. Better yeah. than uh, like ninety percent. No, no, there was like a hard period in between there, like ten percent period, not gonna happen. Uh, it's it's all about oh. the punctuation. Yeah. You gotta you gotta find the right spots to put it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I talk like a text message with no punctuation, so okay, you have to excuse me for the fourth time trying to move forward here. Here we go. <laughs> We're off the rails. Um, Thank you. Last week, twenty twenty one. Masters, um, who expected Hideki? Anybody here? Was he on anybody's radar? Not a chance. Not no, a chance. He's a good golfer. He's always been around it, but I don't think anybody genuinely. This is going to sound bad, but I think everybody was pulling for a young American to win. Well, I was just yeah, yes. but yeah, my picks were yeah, the, uh, yes. the Americans yes. were pulling for that. I think 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dude was in the Delta ter- terminal of Atlanta Airport the next day at 6:30 a.m. Nobody thought he was going to win. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, no. It would just like and jacket just the way he putts too. Over the chair. Yeah. 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 He put. He usually puts so bad. Like he he misses like three four footers. You see like all the time on Saturdays and Sundays. So I'm like, all right, this has got to something's got to give. But no one stepped up. Well, he felt the pressure at the end. He definitely played down to the level to let somebody catch him, but unfortunately, everybody behind him did the same thing. Well, with his lead going into Sunday and Vegas still only had him at, like, minus 140 to win, like, that kind of tells you everyone was expecting a a major collapse. How pissed is Justin Rose about the second round that he played, though? How about (laughs) Justin Rose's third round and, and fourth round that he played? He had one good round. Yeah, he I, shot yeah. seven under in the first round. Yeah, then he shot even. That's true. Then he shot even. But I feel like if he goes out par. and plays anywhere decent on the second day, it's like he's walking or the in third there. Day. Yeah, or the last. Well, day. but if you're going into the weekend up like eight strokes, yeah. you can kind of a little bit like you know you can strut in there like whatever. Like everyone kind of gives up at that point. I feel like it's a big mental thing. But when you go out and shoot even par the second day after dropping like. What was he seven hundred? Yeah. Then it's kind of like, okay, well, he's done. Yeah, yep. he had a hot day. That's it, and that's really all it was for him. Even, even, and over par. Yeah, I think I the last three days. That was pretty. Crazy. I think that's the one course that everyone knows. Like, all right, if you give a stroke on one, on two, you're probably going to get back because that par five. I know. Then there's four, five, six. It's pretty tough. Um, and then you have those birdie holes coming in. You have uh, thirteen par five you have uh 15 the par five you have that little par three 16 so you have all these like electric holes where you're like all right just get past this one all right you know if if you do bogey you can get it right back so it's really hard to uh you know if someone's eight under and they're finished for the day and someone's six and they still have the back nine to go all right well he could possibly catch them yeah 13's a birdie if not eagle 15's birdie if not eagle and 16 on sunday where they put the pin that's like that's birdie hole. Yeah. So you got to figure at least three, if not four or five, under with those. So I was still thinking like by like seventh hole with speed like six back. I'm like this dude could still do it. He knows where to put it. Yeah. And he rolls a rock really well, and he knows where to leave it in good spots. And but the way that Justin Thomas, I think it was round two, he put it in the water. I think in Race Creek on thirteen. I think he ended up like doubling the hole, and then you never saw him again. Well, Thomas you noticed that he was right did next to the right on day. I think it was day two. He did all right, or maybe it was day yeah, three. Yeah, like, I think he, he did right five there. or was, six under on one of those days. I don't remember which one. Yeah, like coming into the weekend or something like that. I just know on thirteen he just blew up, and then from there, I think he ended up like four over on the last nine holes or something, and then you never saw him again. Yeah. I had only reason I know that because my money just kept it diminishing, diminishing, diminishing. Yeah. As I yeah. Because I placed money on him, so he was up no close to the lead. So that money was going up. I'm like, all right, let's keep him. Let's keep it. And then he doubled and he just gone. Let, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. The real winner of the tournament was Happy Gilmore's caddy. One hundred percent. Yeah. Also known as Will Zelators. Will Zelators, yes. Or the kid that formerly played. Happy Gilmore's Caddy. Yeah. Has anybody done? And like he a embraced fact check? it. I, you have to. He's twenty-four years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really him. No, I know. But he but embraced, did anybody he go back? That. Did anybody go back and like find out like 
like movie credit guy. You're, yes. you're the producer guy. Yes, what, I, what I went that? to Happy Gilmore and See? looked. I looked yeah, just to make course. sure. What's he doing? Is he around? Is I, he... I didn't look up his He's life just checking story. to make sure his I name's not looked at the name. Yeah, the name was not yeah. that name. Shit, and you can't get much closer than that. It's his, it's his dad. It's his dad. I'm your caddy, sir. It's an older brother or cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy won the tournament, and he doesn't even have his PGA card. It, that's that's wild. Uh, I can't say won, yeah. but uh, well, well, he mean, is the first player I mean, for a solo second or better in the Masters. Yeah. First player for a solo second or better in the Masters since 1982 yeah. in, his, in his debut. How tall is he? Six foot two, maybe. Six, six. Yeah, the thing is, is when when going guys like no. I'm he more gives a guy like that, me. Hope. I'll do a check. I'll do a check on that. Because he, he's a skinny turd, and he can bang the so, golf ball. Will yeah, he said the, you you have half that. Um, basically, what, he has the best thing going for him. Six foot two was that he could carry his weight twice. Like he can flight the ball. He weighs 140 pounds. He can carry his weight plus some. He's 165. Like he's driving. 165 weighs, and he's six foot two. It's 24. That's hey, not a big. Up? That's not a big human being. That's Kyle. <laughs> no, that's Kyle out there. He's I, he weighs. I'm a little. You're taller than that. How I, tall are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm six four and two seventy. Boom. You're not. You're 270. not two seventy. <laughs> no that's, way. That's let's cut a hundred off. Seventy. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's okay. he's your thickness, but two inches shorter. Talking the real life Man. Kyle kid, he's not the me ten pounds Kyle lighter, yeah. five to ten pounds <laughs> yeah, lighter. Like, video game character. That dude gives yeah. guys like me. You look at like Brooks Kepka, an incredible shape. Mm-hmm. You look at most of those guys, other than like Justin Thomas. Like, how do those guys bang the ball that far? Are they just that fundamentally sound, or are they just like whipping the lag? They create great it's lag the in their whip, swing, right? And it whips. Like, like, yep. like uh, Johnson's the same way. Kind of a big, tall, yeah. like lean guy, but he mm-hmm. he's a little more athletic yeah. build, but he's like lean. Those yeah, guys just Phelps. have that whip. I got to figure something out because I'm doing everything wrong. Well, you, you can't touch you until your basement's done. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like these guys must have like they must be incredibly flexible to do that. And their basement's done. Yeah, that's the number one thing these guys have is a finished basement or flexibility. <laughs> well, big both. difference. Both. Both. Yeah, both. Yes. The best thing they got going for them is this finished basement that allows them to touch their clubs. I got a brand new set of clubs for sale. See, I got the finished basement. No flexibility. Suck at golf. (laughs) You have have flexibility. No, I don't. Oh, oh. You have more flexibility than I do. So you have nothing going for you Yeah. Okay. Screwed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, You just hang them up. Just give it up. Like when you look at a guy like that and you think like (laughs) it makes you feel good. Because he like you revel in the fact that like hey good for this kid he's tiny like he's skinny but he's competing and it makes you feel good that like well good you for say you. kid yeah how I know old, how old do you think he is that's the worst part about it is he's like he's like ten years younger than us well and he's that good yeah, he's twenty four yeah how much money did he make this weekend well <laughs> one point some yeah he didn't make me any of that son of a bitch he made <laughs> he made one million two hundred and forty two thousand dollars come on. I just wanted like yeah, but the thing is, is every time he hits the golf ball, like he can put a dime like in the center of the club face, and that's what he's hitting every single time. Can he even like, drink legally? He's twenty. He's twenty four. Looks like he's thirteen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How how emasculating is that? Well, I mean, you could look at uh, bank account. Oh, uh, Matt Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He's looked like he's twelve for twenty years now. Oh yeah, that's true. yeah. 
He's just baby faces out there. I don't know. It just it makes he needs you to grow like, facial hair. That'll help. It just it makes you feel. You can't watch golf like that because those guys just make you feel like you're such a failure. <laughs> well, maybe this might be harsh. In golf, you are. Yeah. Pew pew. <laughs> no, when you look at that, no question. There you mm. go. I did, I'm working on it. I did, I did win. Look at it this way. Last year, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look at it this way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How old are you? Thirty-one now. Okay, thirty-one. I you think. have yeah, twenty-nine <laughs> years. No, you have nineteen years to get good enough to be on the senior tour. Just work on it. Hit fifty, be on the senior tour. No, I got to get some flexibility in a finished basement. I mean, that would help. Yeah, the finished basement comes first, and then the flexibility, and then the increase in golf game. Mm-hmm. Got it. Reasonable. That's, That's it. That's how the progression goes. And you have nineteen yeah. years. I, well, I know it's a long time. It may not happen. The basement. first step. The first step yeah. is the biggest. Yeah, I mean, you want to have the basement done by league in three weeks, but so all weeks. I know is I'm never betting on Rory McIlroy again at the Masters. I'm just going to wish it for him, and I'm just not going to even talk about it. I, Don't I, even talk about it. I mm-hmm. am putting this out here now. Here we are talking. He about is it. done. Ooh, he, he is done. hot take. Wow. Done. You heard it here first, folks. Wow. Nope, I'm not getting off the wagon. Like he'll never win another major? No. He is done. Wow. Look look at the money list. He is right next to a Save dude with clip. the last name Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No that, offense to Gooch. Hey. <laughs> well, Gooch probably made 400000 last weekend. Yeah. So I don't know if he was in it. That's a sensitive subject. Mm. Let's see. I don't have the full list here, but I don't have... Did, did you got you know to scroll a bit. Do you know if you miss a cut, you still make money at the Masters? I did not. You make ten grand if you miss a ma- like if you miss the cut, you still well, get ten grand. Ev- was- everyone, everyone picked like thinks of Rory McIlroy. Like we'll put it in football terms, like that he is. Let's think of it like a Russell Wilson type. And in reality, he is probably like Gardner Minshew. Oh, oh, wow. yeah. Whoa. Dude. oh he's Whoa. won three Whoa. majors. Since when? Like, Four majors. Like I love Gardner Minshew. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he's, he's lovable. Four he's lovable. Uh, he's just not very Kyle? good. He's not very good. Mm. So Kyle's giving us the four. four. He's won four yeah. majors. Yeah. And Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Okay, but okay. let's talk about it in golf. Four majors. Who cares? You can't compare that I do, to Minshew. I also, He's done. Like, but the best, I think the best Rory McIlroy deal is like, didn't his dad, when Rory was like 12 years old, didn't his dad make a bet like 10 years out that he would win the Something Open like by the time he was 21? Yeah. And it wound up paying out like a million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It really Isn't, that's legit, right? Well, that I thought it was. How was, old was he when his dad put the money down? Because that is the ultimate faith. I don't know. And, I'm kind of playing. I'm Playing in the Stevens hand. That was a long time ago, so I don't. Family lost uh, edge. That's what happens. They lost the edge. They lost the work ethic. It's over. Daddy's got to put more money down, or he's done. Uh, I, I tell think... you what, man. I. He just had a kid, so I, I, I. If anyone can do it, it's gonna be Rory. He hits the ball great. He just can't. Play. Wanna, he's in uh, incredible didn't, shape. Didn't I wanted to John bring up Rams? to you that uh, Matsuyama has a wife and four-year-old yeah. child. Mm-hmm. So. But no one talks to him. Yeah, they're <laughs> in, the Japanese culture is different. So here's your here's your well, story. Yes, it is. Nick. Yeah, they they can't have that many kids, right? Here's your story, Nick. Rory was 15. He was 15 years old, and Ladbrokes 
I don't know what that is. I'm guessing it's in Ireland. They I would, offered I would Rory's dad that. the odds bullshit. of 500 to 1 on a wager that Rory would win the Claret Jug or the yep, British Open, Open. Yep. by the year of 2014. Rory won in 2014. 2014. Yeah. yeah. So he paid he got paid out a million bucks, right? He I think he took the bet. He, it wasn't a million. He he put a wager in of 200 pounds that paid him 100,000 pounds. Still good bet. Yeah, it's what cool. Kind of, like that's oh my five hundred to like one sixty American. Yeah, I guess it's not as impressive now when you think about it. Like, but still, that. But this is two thousand fourteen. Yeah, that's bad though. When you think about it. like your dad bet on you when you were fifteen and you delivered when you turned twenty one to win the freaking Open Championship. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Jerry uh, McElroy. Come on, you should have put more than two hundred on him. <laughs> Yeah, or at least looking back at it now, knowing the story. Did you it's really not, believe it, in yeah. your son? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now now knowing the story, I, it's not as cool, but it is still kind of cool. Did you at really believe in your son? Factor in inflation or something, Jesus. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, yes, Hideki Matsuyama won $2,070,000 for winning the Masters. That's a lot of yen. First uh, Japanese player to win the Masters. Um, mm. One thing we brought up, on our last episodes, there was possibility of a rain delay on Saturday. That ended up being what happened. Um, one of my favorite things of Hideki Matsuyama's story here of of uh, the Masters here is during this rain delay. You know who knows what these players are doing? They could be mm-hmm. basically doing anything. And when they asked Hideki, "What did you do during the rain delay after his round?" His answer was, I sat in my car and looked at my phone. I think we've all been there. He's a dude. I mean, you're not like reviewing your your yardage book. You're not like looking at green sheets or studying, you know, where to hit here, there, clubs to hit. Just looking at your phone. Hmm. He's a very private guy. Uh, I seen this interview with Ernie Els of how private that uh, Hideki is. Ernie House, man. I just how, how many how, how many U.S. dollars did he win? Uh, I don't know U.S. He it was a two hundred pound bet. No, no, no. He's no. talking Matsuyama. Oh, yeah. Matsuyama. Um, oh, you're you're converting this. Stuff. Yes, two, it's two a million. So he won two million okay. seventy thousand. Pre-tax. Gotcha. You're cutting into my story for this. I know. It better be good. This is typical Wyman. He's gonna throw out a useless fact. It. I, I mean, you can't. So it's. Two hundred and twenty-four million nine hundred and twenty-five thousand one hundred and sixty-five yen is what he just won. Yeah, but sure. but yeah, in Japan he's the biggest thing ever right now, no doubt. Yeah, and he has for a couple Everyone months. Two hundred twenty-four million no, no, no. nine hundred twenty-five in one hundred sixty-five. He's the biggest thing in Japan right now. They take the Masters very seriously. The, and I'm willing to bet he lights the torch. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, we're ta- there was talks of him like ent- entering the opening ceremonies where there's going to be no fans wearing a green jacket and lighting the torch for no fans for the Olympics. Yeah, so, big they're deal. making a big deal out of this. Yeah, he is Dang. the first to ever they do should. it. Good uh, for them. That's a lot of yen. Another, uh, yeah. Another thing that that Hideki said that I thought was great, and you've already heard part of it in our intro that we did. Um, but after he won the green jacket, he's in Butler Cabin. They're doing the ceremony to give him the green jacket. And uh, a question was asked to Hideki, and, and here's what he said. Hideki? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. 
you've made history with your wonderful win today. Can you tell us how it feels to be the first golfer from Japan to win the Masters? I'm really happy. That was it. I would be too. Just those are that's the only words. I'm really happy. Like he's just not a talkative dude. I, Japanese I think, culture is weird. I think he's just he's so on eggshells, he doesn't want to say anything wrong because he's been, you know, it's such a big spotlight for him. And even when he's won like the waste management, he was really quiet about that too. I just think that's such a language barrier. Like he can understand English really well, he just can't speak it, so he just doesn't want to tick anybody off. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to speak it. He had his interpreter. He could have said whatever he wanted in, in Japanese, and the interpreter yeah. could have said it, though. So I get if you can't speak it very well, you'd be really short if he was trying to speak English. He could have said whatever he wanted. He's just, I was happy it was short. Oh, good. Well, yeah, 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 I think you are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, our fantasy. You guys were all in the fantasy masters going on here. Some fared a little better than okay. Better Top than five. others. Better than others. Where did he finish? Um we'll we'll go we'll go Kyle first here. Yeah. You were grasping to do all you could not to be last. You got tenth. Good finish. Eight points. Um I think a great feat that Frisbee did here is how do you pick four guys? The scoring the way it Frisbee. was and get negative points. Frisbee. Oh. <laughs> yeah, negative Dang. two. Negative two points. That's impressive. He sells for GMC. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle, 10th. There you go. Kevin? Yeah. You got eighth. Hey, that a boy. Man, Only two places better, bad. but you got 56 points. All right. What do I? Can I spend those on something? Or? Nope. No. I can't. What ter- um, what's the yen conversion? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? what is the yen? <laughs> what's the conversion? No. Probably okay. like eight million. You got eight million yen. From, from there we Your have uh, Spranger. A controversial name here. Uh, no controversy. I'm not even going to read it. Uh, something about Joe Buck and Jim Nance. Uh, seventh. 59 points. You've been in a lot of big games, Steve. <laughs> you of anybody would know about this. Seventh place uh, was Steve there. Fifth place goes to Nick Wyman. I think top five. There you go. 67 points. Yeah. That's Kevin's number, 67. Sure. Wait, you keep saying top five. How many people were in it? 11. All right, better I know. Have. Not <laughs> enough. There was not enough. Dang, top 10, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. There you go. There you go. And then um, oh. the the gold medal, you know, trophy, first place is myself. Yeah. 95 points. I was shooting for 100. I only beat Frisbee by 97. Yep. And, and Kevin, I'd like to present him with the trophy that yep. you threw out there. That'll be $12, please. Oh, yeah. right. If you could just set that right back down me. there. All right. <laughs> Thank you. There's the mug. Those are for sale, by yeah. the way. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So that is the way our fantasy turned out. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Three weeks in a row now? I get first. Oh, I'm fire. on a roll. Yeah, don't put any real money on it. Three weeks in a row extra. now? You're in trouble. Kyle gets last out of us. You're on a roll, Kyle. I'm just saving it all up for next week, boys. I, I was just going to say, do you want to carry this hot streak going into Kentucky? Yes. Or yes, I do. First, do you want to be under first, the radar? First, and then Kentucky. 
five days away. I'm going to keep this hot streak going. Mm. Good luck. In, in so the, we'll know how you do in this week's tournament, exactly. how you're going to do in Kentucky. Mm, no, because <laughs> this is a tough one here. Nah, it's easy. Which will lead us into this week. Uh, can I get another first? Uh, this week we're looking at the RBC Heritage. That is in South Carolina. Uh, Kevin, you're missing a drink. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty large field this week, 135 golfers. Um, we're, we're recording this on a Thursday, so we're already one day in. We kind of know how things are stacking up after day one. You're not supposed to tell people that. So that no, that I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> it's going to influence some picks here. Above I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Above sure. So, uh, Nick, did you still need to leave early? Do you need to get your pick in before you go? Yeah. How many are we picking? Like one guy to win the whole thing? Correct. Picking... Yep. That's the way this works. Who's your winner? Uh, I'll take Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. Without okay. knowing where he's at, I have no idea. You guys know. I don't either. Idea. Okay. I that's, don't. I don't know where he's at seems, either. That seems. Not sure he's playing. I think he is in it. I think. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely in it. Okay. So, Patrick Cantley. There Boom. you go. Good pick. Solid. Thanks. Okay. Um, Wait. Do we want to let him know where he's at right now? I don't think we need to. Okay. I don't think we need to. Right. You're scrolling a You're lot. Scrolling I think that lot. that basically <laughs> says it. We got him. I got it. Okay. Uh, Steve, do is you it, have a pick? Now that you're scrolling through scores for today, it, well, yeah, it's as many points as you had. That's what position he's in. Sixty seventh. There you go. That's not good. Yeah, what's the score next to it though? Even. That's okay. He's only nine back. Yeah, that's not good on a Thursday. Yeah. Oh, first day. That's not good. First day. It's really good for the guy that's nine under. Yeah. Is that who you're picking? Oh, well, I did put a lot of... You got to get in the mic, Kevin. I did put a lot of... Uh... <laughs> I picked him last week. <laughs> that was a week early. Shit. Darn. Doesn't count for anything. No, it? it doesn't. But he was a good pick last week. Yeah. It was well, a good pick. Better this week. Uh, Springer, do you have your pick for this week? Yeah. I Well, I put money on answer pre-round. Not looking that great. So I just put more money on Stuart Sink. No, but who else did you put money on? Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Do you want to keep going? I got a I got a list. Of no, guys I, I think Tommy Fleetwood is just pretty much perfect for you. I think when he's did, plus five. I think. So. When did you put the money on Tommy Fleetwood? Today at lunch. Oh, why? He's got good know. hair. Yeah, because had, had a good feeling. His odds weren't you like? He was like forty to one. Odds? Yeah, and he was already like five strokes back after you bet. Correct. Oops. Something like yeah. that. Ouch. That's a rookie move, Steve. <laughs> you and Jeff do not agree on commentators, but. You do Tommy agree on golfers, yes. Maybe we're best friends. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Kevin, do you have a pick for this week? Oh, man. Do I ever. Do you ever. Okay, let's hear it. It's that red-hot Canadian, Corey oh, Connors. Corey Connors. Okay, it's a good pick. <laughs> Where, where's he at right now? I believe he's uh, tied for eighth. Tied for eighth? Like four under? Mm, yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Okay, yeah, good solid pick. <laughs> Kyle, where do you stand? Uh, I was going to screenshot you guys this. Do you guys see Cameron mm-hmm. uh, Smith? Yep. Did you see him before practice round? He was out fishing. No. He walked He walked across 18 while people were practicing. He walked across 18 greens like, what are you doing? He's like, fishing. 
what are you doing? <laughs> you out there? He's slinging. It's a whole clip That's on. That's not uh, a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna screenshot about screenshotting so much with like pictures of uh, our the weather of everything coming up for Kentucky and yep. like ah, just leave it. We'll get a daily but, update of that. <laughs> so I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with Harold Varner the third, who oh, just God. happens to be in what place. He's in fifth. Okay, good pick. Yeah, good solid pick. He hasn't had a bogey. He didn't play with a bogey. But my do- my super dark horse is my boy Tommy, uh, Tommy Gibson. Um, he was at uh, PGA Level Three with me and his caddy Brad. Um, they were actually in my group for the last project that we had to do. So uh, you have a whole week to do this big project, and then you present it to the board, and they pretty much say yes or no. Um, like someone's in control of food and beverage, someone's uh, in control of like golf cart fleet, and everyone picks their part and does their thing, and we go on. I had no idea. Uh, I was looking through um, his Instagram, um, Brad's, and he's the one that was. He does a lot of caddying in, in North Carolina and South Carolina, and I seen uh, Tommy Gibson. He was like caddying for him. I'm like, what? And then he showed like the badge, and he was behind the scenes, and he started off hot with. Uh, Par, birdie, birdie, par. Um, he's in 99th place at plus two. So pretty good showing. Yeah, better For than not being, uh, not even being on like the like a uh, corn fairy tour or anything like that. So yeah, pretty, Did, cool. Is pretty he cool from, story. Is he from the area? Is that how he kind of got on there? He kind of qualified yeah. in then. Yeah, he's a him and um, Brad. They always play like the head pro and like assistant PGA. And they always do like best ball, um, and they just kill that section. They just oh, they take all the money. They're so good. I actually think his caddy's better than he is. But okay, so now it's now it's my pick. Um, I'm not sure where this guy sits, but I will take Russell Henley. And the reasoning behind it, doing a little research. You got to do my research. Ever since I've been doing really bad, I started doing some research on these guys for my picks. Uh, He's 20th in sand saves this year. He's 6th in shots gained approach to green, and he is 1st in scoring average. So I don't know how he did the day, but being 1st in scoring average, I hope that stacks up good rounds and maybe wins. Springer can tell you in the second year. Who is that again? Uh, Russell Henley. Springer is Google imaging Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> he just, uh, what are you, no, what so are you doing? I clicked on his name Henley. to see how well he was doing, and it took me to his Google page. Fun fact, Tommy Fleetwood's wife is named Claire, and that's really all I have. Miss Lippy's car? That is a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Green. Yeah. Really he's green. He's uh, minus two, tied for 35th. All right. So, I mean, he's only seven back. Your dude? My guy, yeah, yeah. seven back. So... Better than Tommy Fleetwood. It could happen. It could happen. I I mean, out of what you picked and what Kevin picked, I feel like I was, I don't know, I want to say like more realistic with my pick of what I really would have picked. Yeah, he's definitely the type of guy you'd pick for this kind of tournament. And I feel like knowing where these guys landed already kind of influenced some picks here. I never talk about Corey Connors. Oh, you always do, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So continue out of the realm of possibility. Doing further information on this fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) So rails, bud. Tommy Fleetwood's wife is Claire Fleetwood. Lovely lady, I'm sure. How old is Tommy Fleetwood? If I had to take a guess, I would say seven. 
I would have said 29. He's 30. How old do you think his wife is? I don't even know what his wife looks like, but I'm going to go. She's old. <laughs> 49. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Okay, 19 years. All right. You know? Tommy. All right, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. There's your fun facts for me. Yeah, I don't want to say that's old, but that's kind of old. It's an age gap. Probably met her at the pub. Yeah, I mean... He was born. She already graduated. She was a freshman probably met, college. She was already smoking cigs. Ed Sheeran, yeah. probably an Ed Sheeran concert, something like that. That's where they met. Probably. <laughs> I like this backstory. Let's keep is going. Is that not plausible? <laughs> it is. And what did they do after the concert? Well, they, yeah. they didn't know each other before they went to the concert. They hooked up at the concert. You look mm-hmm. at Tom. He's like a lost kid. Back then, his hair's probably short. He's gangly, kind of skinny. <laughs> like, oh, hey, Mike. And you got this chick. Yeah. older, single, on the prowl. Tommy probably has no friends. Straight up cougar. Well, do, he may have friends. I don't know. He's do English a, people say mate that much? You bloke. bloke there you mate. go. There you go. There you go. He's real cheeky. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Real cheeky. Yeah. 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 All right, continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. Probably real thick. Happened. Maybe she's real huh. thick. With two, two Ks. Two Ks. Yeah, with two Ks, right? European style. Let's get a glimpse. Come on, Tommy. Not Tommy. sure I'm ever going to pick him again. <laughs> oh, he's doing. He did it for love, man. He's doing all right That's, for himself. Yeah. Anyway, continue story. What did he do after the concert? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, probably, yeah, probably. Sharon was banging out Eighteen. Probably back then was a popular song when they would have met. It would make sense, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, that could be me. And he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm, what, what you do? Like, and then they be. like hooked up. Everybody had a, too many drinks. I don't know. Something happened. They went to the pub. Went to the yeah. pub for some I fish would, and chips. Yeah, yeah. She finds out that he's a golfer, and she's like. Oh, well, let's keep my hip problem. What, is, probably, what does she do? Steve, what does she do? She's a realtor. I'm working on it. She's got to be a realtor. <laughs> realtor? Got to be a realtor. She looks like a realtor. Uh, I don't know, man. Can't figure this out. She's probably had like six houses. This is, this is like where you need widow. This is where you need the guy that's off camera just sitting on a computer getting us all these stats. Hmm. You need that guy. You should get one of those. Yeah, I need one of those guys, but then they're going to want to be paid. Nick Nick wears many hats. I try podcast. to do that while we do this. They. Never mind. We'll just keep going. Okay. Yeah. So she's a realtor. She's a realtor. Yeah, absolutely. Realtor. And then they get talking about each other's life stories. He finds out that she was married once before, didn't go well, had her heart broken. Mm-hmm. That's how she winds up at an Ed Sheeran concert. There's no yeah, question about great. that. Yeah. So just, you know, lost, wandering the streets, looking for love, whatever. I don't know. Selling houses probably like crazy. She's good at her job. Yeah. Because she's confident. Yes. You have to be. <laughs> <laughs> to go to, she got Tommy. Yeah, at an Ed Sheeran concert. Yeah, pretty confident. Tommy's lonely. He's lost. He's on the upswing, though. He put that on Wikipedia. <laughs> this we'll we'll do voice to text. I'll get it all on there. One thing yeah. leads to another. They connect. Mm-hmm. They have a deep understanding of each other at a metaphysical level that they've never felt before. One thing leads to another. They wind up married. Tommy blossoms into a wonderful golfer. He grows his hair out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire. Does no longer has a major need for selling real estate, but finds out her real estate business actually does better because who doesn't want to buy an English countryside with a little bit of French charm off of Tommy Fleetwood's wife? Right. I true. do. Very true. Mm. Boom. Very true. Perfect life. Story. Do yeah. they have yeah. kids? Yeah. She, she's probably I don't know. that age. I don't know. It's do probably they? not something that they probably they have three from, yeah. from a previous relationship. Okay. So he, her kids. They probably, all the kids. Probably like Tommy See? better than okay. their real dad. Okay. Nailed it. 
Nailed it. Well, so I was wrong on the fact of why they were at the Ed Sheeran concert. They were at the Ed Sheeran concert because she brought her kids to see Ed Sheeran. I was close. I was a little wrong on my facts. Yeah. All right. Do you think any of them are 30? The kids? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It is possible. You're kind of the expert. I don't know. You dug deep. Not deep enough. I mean, I just scratched the surface. Okay. Well, that, that's uh, that's all we got, <laughs> I great. believe, for this uh, RBC. <laughs> Nick, I really love the story you had there for Tommy. I'm sure it's all true. It'll it'll be on his Wikipedia soon. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I don't even need to bring up some of this other stuff we have on here. It just won't fit in right. So I think that is the way we end well, this. Going off of that, did you see the oh, um, here we go. The Major League Baseball umpire? Who just sued this podcast for like defamation because this podcast? No, not this one. A podcast <laughs> for like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I could be a part of this group squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all because all because this podcast said something wrong about this umpire. This umpire sued him, and now this podcast is yeah. Not default. this. Not this yeah. podcast. Yeah, hopefully, we don't <laughs> like Tommy Fleetwood yeah. or Claire Fleetwood doesn't listen to this. <laughs> If I, it hope, is, it's I next, hope they do. Podcast. I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do and they sue us, I'm going to need that 500 back. It's already in the bank. Uh, okay. We know Patrick Reed doesn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know his wife doesn't. His wife would be all over us. Just, nope. just speaking being... bad things on us because yep. she's a psycho. Yep. Anyway. We kind of deserve it. I think that's a proper way to end. And I did proper because I feel like that's how proper. Tommy would say it. Proper. That's a proper yeah. way to end this. Yeah. I think that Claire, if she's feeling interested in donating to the Cat Paces Memorial Fund. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Get go over that. Let's go over that one more time. How do you do that, Steve? Nick? Uh, Cat Paces Memorial Golf Outing on Facebook. You'll find out all the information there. Okay. Or if you have Perfect. a personal connection with one of the foundation members, Kevin Richards, Nick Wyman, Steve Springer, Brian Atwood, Clint Klosky, you can reach out to us. Or okay. the guys at Life of Par. We'll, Life we'll Par, try to we'll, point you in the right yeah. direction or get you a hold of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, uh, both of you, for, for coming in, doing this, helping yeah. to promote it. Well, uh, thanks for having us great on. Great cause. Yeah, good way, to get, good way to get the word out. If anybody's looking to get involved in any way, um, even though the uh, outing is filling up with teams fast, there's lots of opportunities to get involved and make a difference in the outing. Be a volunteer, maybe. Yeah. They're going to need them. We're going to need them. They're yep, going to need them. For em. sure. All right. Well, I believe that will be the end of episode 37, Kyle. Thanks for uh, jumping in here halfway through and yeah. getting your, your 15 minutes of fame here and what we got going on. Uh, yep. um, Nick, Steven, thank you. Kyle, uh, we got a timeout sign. What are we doing? So are we picking winners for Kentucky? Is this the... Is, is this what you want to do right now? Is this oh. is this the last episode before Kentucky? It sure I is. was going to end this with saying we're going to take a, a one-week break. Oh, we have we, to have winners. We, we are we going have to, to have winners on this. We have to have winners uh, we'll on let this. You, we'll let you two do it then. Here, I mean, have your – do you have uh, the handicaps right there? Uh, yes. yes. We got to know the handicaps. Yes. Do, do we have to? I'm a big fan of handicaps. Is there a separate <laughs> list? Is there a separate <laughs> list for physical ones? Because there's some of the nope. guys that play that nope. have them. And then there's mental. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Some of your crew, that's Yes. And there's there's some of the crew that I feel like is just gonna be living rent free in other people's heads. Kevin's already got some space up here and me. That's Thursday. Well you did that to yourself by the new equipment. I mean No, no, no. That's not what's he the doesn't problem. have to do I that. have never, ever, ever 
golfed well with Kevin sitting in a cart with me. We're Monday Night Partners. Yep. <laughs> and we've <laughs> won. We've won two years in a row in the B League. What if you guys switch? Who drives? Switch it up. I always drive. I'm not much of a driver. It's more I'm of a drinker. Golf course. All right. I'm, the driver. I'm, I'm putting a wager right now, Lyman. Six pack. I don't bet. Lies. Six pack. It'll then mow you. So like if I pick if I pick the winner that finishes higher, you owe me a six pack. I'll just add it to the list because you owe me probably like twenty five at this point. That's so before you that would that's a different story for a different time, and that was an unfair. (laughs) You can't be the house and set the line. You can't do. You had insider (laughs) information. That was a rigged bet. Um, different be- conversation for be- a different yes. time. Before you guys say who you f- you think the finishing order will be, I do want to hear the handicap. List. You're going to be the handicap here, uh, Kevin. He he's rocking a 32. Woo! This 32. is this is 18 each day. Yes. Okay. Yes, yep. but you do have to factor in this is Kentucky. These are courses yeah. Yeah. that and you don't also, practice on, and there's there's drinking like, with the beverage factor. I this feel is like, like, like that is such a wild pleasant so, hills comparable. No, yes. I think the courses. I mean, some better. of them, some of them were probably comparable. I would say the other Firefly. ones. Firefly. The thing is, is we don't like we don't want to spend hundreds or yeah or Firefly. We don't want to spend hundreds of, of dollars to play a golf course when we're hungover as shit or well, so drunk. From the I night feel before. like the drinking factor is such a wild card. It is because you were hungover like no other in yeah. the mornings, and some guys have a higher Every capacity yeah. to consume, and like some guys it, grow and get stronger. I know, yeah. but he's a year older. James. Yeah, James. Yeah. Yeah. Sit, sitting at a bachelor party, just saying, "Yeah, I paid 150 bucks and That's got true. a halfway decent That's buzz." That's true. Witnessed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Witnessed it. So I'm gonna yeah. throw one extra person in the mix and give you guys four guys to place because you guys both know Chris McCreevy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys both know how he golfs. Um, decent. But he he is gonna be your your easy place of the th- of the four of us, I believe. Um, but again, Kevin, you're rocking that 32. Kyle, you have a six, and I have a 20. What? McCreevy sits at a 14. Thank you. It's Kentucky. It's time out, time out, time out. You have a higher handicap than McCreevy? Yes. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Rookies don't get get winnable handicaps. They don't get a winnable handicap. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, so that's why he's the easy spot for placing. And and this is like the first time he'll be like away from – so he's going to get – I'm assuming he's gonna have yeah, a few adult beverages. He's not wherever Kyle couple. thinks Gorman yeah, is. That's a bad. And letting you guys and letting you guys know, when I won, I was a seven handicap, and I won by like twelve. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. yeah okay. Ahead. So what do what do you want to do? Do you want to do the the order of the four, or do you want to do? We I don't think we can do highest place. What do you want to do? Yeah, we'll do the order of the four. Okay. That's I'll let, sure. I'll let you go first. No. We should write it down in our phones, and then and if then, we have the same order, then... yeah, you put it down on something, and you put it on something. <laughs> we'll try to speed this along because this is probably boring to listen to. Um, well, you we could talk about something else. You could just—you're not even doing it. You're looking yeah. at pictures of a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, trying to see who yeah. these you're players are. At pictures yeah. of a child. Is Kevin I, Hacker? <laughs> and Steve's trying to get background stories. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Kentucky uh, trip's going to be okay. one for the ages, yeah. just because there's seven. We have seven rookies coming this year, so. So we're looking at your first, second, third, and fourth as yes. far as not actual where we place, but in the order that we will place. I think that this is the order of, yes, where you will place. Okay. I know who I got. 
That's going to be the same as Steve's. His. What, what do you got, Rockin? Right, read them off, Kevin. You guys Nick. have the same exact yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, because the handicaps are rigged. Who yeah. set these things? Yeah, that handicap is pretty jacked up. Whoa, it's not handicap. I mean, <laughs> it's me. it's strictly yeah. It's it's what you shoot. It's it, your it's, three years, yeah. and for every it goes your uh, six rounds. They take off the lowest. They take off the highest, and whatever just, that is. Just from Kentucky. That's not correct, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, that's not correct to how that's figured. Jazz okay. told me tie break. Tie break. Because we have gone less than six, it's all of our rounds. No throwing out the high, throwing out the low. Well, it, but it is your last six years of Kentucky. See, average. Th- no, see, this is rigged, rounds. Kyle. Kyle you said six years. This, this is oh. this is rigged against you, and I apologize because Pryor Thank got you. lucky with the COVID year, and Pryor has improved substantially through COVID year. Since the last time he was at Kentucky. Have you played with me since? At Kentucky. I've heard stories. I've I've heard these rounds that are putting out Mm -hmm. there. I've seen scores in the Monday Night League. Well, it probably depends on how much you drink. All right. So that's such a wild card. It's nothing like here. So so tell us what what would they have? They had myself placing the highest. Then they had Kyle, you. Then they had Kevin. Then they had McCreevy. Oh, I would have have flipped it. I would have put you, Kevin, then me, then McCreevy. That's how I'd put it too. I'd say I'll be lucky to be in the top five. Well, I don't know how much you're gonna drink. You're a responsible dad now. You're probably gonna have to call your wife after every round and go like, "Oh, hey, we're oh, we're, that, we're, that's hundred percent. We're oh, meeting the proprietor, honey. We're yes. about to go on a, a vineyard tour, like The Hangover. Yeah. Oh, it's so quaint. Yeah, it's definitely so quaint. See, we're I, about I, to meet the proprietor. His, his name Caesar Velache. I just I just envision Kevin getting bored with a golf part. It's a baby goat. Being done with this and like. It depends on... Uh... Yeah, so all he has to do is just shoot. I mean, he can pick up for double every time and be right there for the most part. All right, you I guess the bad thing, you're bad right thing there. Didn't work, but... Anyways, I like how you both put me first. I like the confidence. I I, feel I like your handicap. Way. I feel the Thank same you. way. I earned Not it. You're confident. I earned that handicap. It depends on how much you drink. I don't know. It's a wild card. I don't know. I've never been. Yeah. I've been I've been five years, so I've earned that handicap. It wasn't my second year getting this handicap. There we go. I got a a real estate showing with uh, Claire. Anyways, um, (laughs) we're going. We're we're gonna jump off of here. That's episode thirty-seven. Thank you guys for coming in. Uh, Again, I said it earlier, but uh, yes, we're taking a week off because we're gonna be kind of shitty playing golf. So uh, we will see you in two weeks. Kyle, thank you. Good. Say your goodbyes. Bye. Bye. You guys, good. Bye. Bye. Finish with Kevin. Here we go.